I'm Riley, and you're listening to Mayday Neurodiversity Now on Vancouver Co-op Radio. We are Vancouver's very favorite talk show on neurodiversity, inclusion, and the future of a diverse human race. Last week, we started a discussion on terminology and the way that something is presented to you having an impact on the way that we as a people perceive it. I shared some personal stories about times in my life where I observed um, the stigma surrounding the term special needs and everything that we've kind of learned that it encompasses, affecting the way that people perceive the individuals themselves. We also broke down the term special needs into its two component words, special, meaning outside of the ordinary, and needs, meaning things that human beings require in order to live a satisfactory life. We compared this against Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is still the most like commonly accepted table of everyday human needs, um, which start off at the bottom with food and water, then safety, security, um, love and affection, relationships, then goes on up to um, things like self-fulfillment and stuff. And I pointed out that human needs do not vary from person to person. The way that we meet these needs is going to be different, but in total, all of our needs are the same. So the term special needs itself is in, in that regard flawed. And that is just one of the many reasons why I would love to encourage the disuse of that term and other similar terms. Our world will be the strongest it can possibly be when we realize that we're no different from the people around us. We have so many problems in the world. Climate change, obviously, um, racism is a big issue right now. We need all types of thinkers to work together to solve these problems. And until we stop writing people off because of this perceived thing of a person being special needs and we start listening to their unique perspectives and we value each person's voice, we'll only have scratched the surface of what the human race is capable of achieving. But enough for me. I am here today with my wonderful friends, Kevin and Meredith, who are Mayday Club volunteers, both of them are visually impaired, um, and they're just super gifted musically, socially. They're really super active and involved in the community. And yeah, good morning, guys. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Hey, no You're problem. welcome. It's good to be back. Yeah, it's good to have you back. Yeah, thanks. Last time you guys were on, like the coronavirus pandemic had just started. Yeah. Yeah, I guess right. Yeah, I guess it yeah. had, eh? And now we're like deep into... <laughs> yeah i'm so sick of, of it Corona. i'm yeah. so sick of this thing i wish it would just go away have you guys did you guys ever get it no no did you Neither did i no no Thankfully. no <laughs> yeah okay so uh yeah last week i kind of started off by telling a story about like um something that i witnessed happening in like a segregated education classroom so um what was it like kind of when you guys were going through school i always had uh 
learning assistants, um, teachers, um, for most of my student life. Yeah. And, so can I can I uh, ask what year you graduated? Uh, nineteen ninety. Oh, sweet. And uh, um, so I I think um and and some of the and for most of those years that I had uh um uh, uh aid um at least in high school I had yeah. I had a class where I would go and do my homework and stuff like that. So, um, and then I also had um, a TA come alongside alongside me in some of my classes to uh, to help me out with it. So to help me out so that I got, got all the information and the assignments right and all that thing, so. Yeah, and I had a, uh, well, let me see. Elementary school, I think, Kindergarten in grade one, I didn't, I don't know if I had a TA, but I did all the way from grades two on, all the way up to grade 12. And I basically, let's see, grade five was the hardest because I had three different TAs because two, like one of them, the first one was there all the way when I was in grade four. And then she left at the beginning of grade five. And then at another one, and then she left like halfway through the year and then at another one. So that was tough. Yeah. And I had a really, I had a really hard teacher that year too. She gave so much homework; it was just so horrible. I hated long division. Um, yeah. 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 And then, and then I had another one for two years after that. And then, um, when I went to high school, I had one all the way through till grade, the end of like three months, two months before grade eight finished, because she had yeah. a baby. And uh, oh, baby. Yeah, she had a baby. She was very pregnant when she left, and then very. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I love, I love how you described the magnitude to which she was pregnant. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. everybody. Um, yeah. I, I guess people are going to hear that. Oh, yeah. It's um, cool. that's good. No, that's. So then she, like, she went on maternity leave, so but she never yeah. came back. So then the person that took over from her uh, just so happens to be somebody that, that we both know. And uh, she took me all the way to the end of grade 12. And then after wow. high school. Yeah. And then after high school, I went to U the University of the Fraser Valley, and I had to do without TAs. It was different. So, you know, it, I, I worked at it. It was very hard. Yeah. So you guys were never in, like, a, a classroom specifically for students with disabilities? No, I was no. not. No. Was, I was that a thing? Uh, yes, there were. Yes, at the school I was at, there was, they called it special classes back then. I yeah. think they still call it that. And the funny thing is I'm familiar with both sides. You know, I'm familiar with the helping side and I'm familiar with the the side of being helped and being assisted. So yeah. um, I'm very familiar with the school system. I don't know everything about it, but I've been in there. I, I did two practicums when, with the social services diploma. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was fun. I worked in kindergarten yeah, for yeah. the first one and I worked with the high schoolers the second time. And that was harder because I was pretty young. So they thought I was yeah. just a peer. So, but now it would be different. But um, yeah. yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was good. So I, I've actually learned both sides and then, you know, it's been a nice, it's been fun. It's been good. So what are your guys's thoughts on um kind of the content of the discussion that we had last week around terminology and use of the word special needs like i said last time last time i said how the language has really changed yeah yeah oh, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah 
and um, I'm like I said, I'm I'm uh, I don't know how many people who are listening heard that, but um, like I said, I've had to really adjust, you know, and now I say challenged or I say diversibility or disability. Those are the words I yeah. use. Um, you know, you you actually helped us learn the new language. Diverse <laughs> diverse yeah. ability is a really cool word actually, because yeah. it doesn't have any yeah. can't do it in it, you know? No. No. And it doesn't it doesn't really um, single people out in a certain category either. It's really cool. I love it. Yeah. No, uh, there's uh, it. It's really it has changed. Like like you talked about last week um, where, yeah, just different terminology. And um, so it's uh, neurodiverse is is really yeah, neurodiverse is really good. Too. Is, is a lot yeah that's such a cool word i love i love that word because yeah it's actually a really cool word in my opinion it kind of like encompasses everybody like i am diverse from like my neighbor like we're all just different people and i think that word really sums that up but the like one of the problems with the word neurodiversity is that if we're really going to like embrace um the diversity of the mind as part of like being human then mm-hmm. we say like people are using the words neurodiverse and neurotypical. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, heard, if, I think I've heard if, that one too. Yeah, if we're really like if we're really embracing neurodiverse, then there really is no typical way to be. Like, um, everybody's kind of different. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then, yeah. So then, one thing that I'm still kind of struggling to like, kind of decide within myself is. And I've kind of come up with some ideas on how to solve it. So you guys can like, let me know what you think, but, sure. um, so if we're going to say, cause pretty much if you think about it, every word that's ever been used throughout history to describe people with like special needs, quote, quote, it has all been, it gets all eventually become disrespectful. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And special needs is like, obviously before that there was like the R word Yeah. and then that's lots of people don't yeah. use that anymore. I never oh, used no. it. In fact, that was not that was never a word that I was told. Like yeah. I I knew it, but it was never a word that my parents or my family or anybody or my friends would ever say. Yeah. Um it's like rarely used to date. It's never yeah, used to I'm describe so people seriously, no. but every now and then it pops up like in like kids who don't really understand what it means. Like Yeah. Oh yeah. It's really yeah. like most people know that it's disrespectful, but now the word special, like if you're making, if you're like playing around with your friends at school, like you'll hear kids being like, oh, dude, you're so special. Or like, oh, look at us. We're so special. Uh, and like, it's starting it, to become the same. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's going, it's going down the same thing. So I don't want that word to happen to neurodiversity because I think that neurodiversity can include everybody which is the important thing so yeah like what word i feel like if you use a word to yeah. describe people who have challenges in general it's yeah. undermining their challenges like we could say people have like diverse abilities which is a synonym like a replacement for special needs or but i think that the best thing to actually do is to just state what it exactly is that they're dealing with like if there's a person with autism, you could say a person with autism, or if there's a person 
with mental health. You'll say a person with mental health or like yeah. a person yeah, totally. with cerebral palsy. Instead of simply summing them up into this group of people who are like, quote, or different. Yeah, yeah. It's what are your thoughts on that? On people being different? On like using, like taking away words to describe, like to clump people into that group. Instead of saying special needs people, we could say a person with um, autism or a person with Down syndrome or we'll st like you state exactly what it is that they're dealing with. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 That's exactly yeah. right. That totally makes that's sense. That's totally right. Yeah. Because like there's this trend where terms go down this like slope. Mm -hmm. But if we eliminated the use of a term to sum up everybody who's different and just start referring to people by their, like, the way they present as people. So if there is a person who, like, needs, like, who ha needs support reading, we'll say a person, mm -hmm. like, who needs support with reading instead of a person who's special needs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally like that. Yeah. yeah. That, that... In fact, you know, I, I still say I am I am visually impaired. It's just yeah. I am fine with saying I'm visually impaired, but I'm not yeah. fine with saying the R word because for for a long time, it's been the R word is it's it's derogatory now. But um, I believe I still heard it in school a few times, like I was talking about special classes. But yeah. people like me, I was integrated in the system. Like I, 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 I look back at it and I'm so thankful that I never was held back or I, 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 I'm not an A, I was never an A student. Like if I got an A, it was a big deal, but I, yeah. I, I passed and I got B's and C pluses, you know? Yeah. And so I, I, I find that people like me who, was like who was totally integrated <clears throat> you know we fall through the cracks because people seem to think that like i said before in the, the previous interview we had we're not smart enough but we were too smart and yeah, yeah. and it's exactly. really it's really frustrating yeah. um when so people look you, at you that way yeah so if you like if i never met you before and you presented yourself to me as a person who's visually impaired like, mm -hmm. that would tell me a lot about you. Like, that would mean that I can just have a normal conversation with you. But, yeah. Like, I probably can't, like, like I probably shouldn't, like, point or, like... No. No, no, that's not the right way to go. It's like you, Nicole, with your, with your challenges, you know? Yeah. You don't want somebody coming up to you and say, she's autistic. Sorry to use that word. I don't even oh. know the right word. I have no idea. But, like... Okay. Like, if, you if, don't like that, right? If somebody says exactly what it is a person struggles with, then we know how to, like, um, interact with them. But if yeah. somebody's like, oh, this person's special needs, that tells me nothing about them other than the fact that we think that they're different from yeah. the way a person's supposed to be. But yeah. if you say this person is visually impaired, that means, oh, well, they're still a fully capable person. They just can't see the same as um, other people see. Right. So what you're saying is people have we should be talking in the categories of dis of diverse abilities rather than just yes generalizing than it. just yeah because when you say special needs it it has this stigma around it of like yeah, the stigma. person yeah. off in a way yeah, yeah. but if um, you say what it is that they're struggling with yeah then 
that's the only thing that they're struggling with. They're not yeah. struggling with like their sense of self. It's just that's that specific thing is challenging for them. Yeah, like with um, with me, um, I have um, two di- uh, neurodiversities. Uh, yeah, yeah. One of them is the eyesight. Mm-hmm. And the other one is uh, cerebral palsy, right? Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. And um, I also have two, but I'll tell you after. So, um, so when, like, with this, with the cerebral palsy, nobody notices, um, but with the visual impairment, they do, yeah. because of um, the cane, or. Um, or the way my my head moves, mm-hmm. right? But um, if you or if I just if somebody sees the cane um, that doesn't know me, then I get treated like I'm uh, a hearing impaired person. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Kevin. Exactly. It is funny because of this stigma around yeah. a person like around a person who's different like a person who's like a special or whatever oh yeah they I, treat you like there's more wrong with you than there I actually laugh. is yeah i laugh because when people when i tell somebody i'm visually impaired they automatically talk louder because they think that means you can't hear <laughs> hey that's so like that is a perfect example of the stigma that i'm talking about yes. that's exactly yeah. what we, we, we yeah. get it we have we totally get it yeah. and and i've We've had a lot of people help us who talk loud because we they think we can't hear. Yeah. And that's actually quite offensive to people who can't hear as well as it is to people who can't see. It's like... Exactly. Um, people with like challenges were stopped being grouped into this term of special needs or disabled or whatever. Yeah. Then there wouldn't be that confusion. There'd be like, right. oh, the person's visually impaired. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And the whole the whole word neurodiversity is a very cool word. I love that word. <gasps> yeah, it's great. I love yeah. the word neurodiversity because it's like um, everybody has gifts and talents to share, and it's it's just really cool to hear everybody being working to, everybody working together again for for a common goal for a common goal. Yeah, girl. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Am I on the right track here? I think I am. Yeah. On the happy track. Oh uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> AKA the right track. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. See, I knew you guys would be like the perfect people to ask to do this. Oh, cool. Oh, We're honored. Thanks. We're honored. <laughs> so, um, what do you? What else? Like, what would be your like ideal like? terminology kind of situation okay like i said any sense yeah i do terminology do you mind if i say okay um it's it's crazy because i said the last time we were on i said how it's really changed and um i don't mind the word challenged as long as people speak nicely about it um as long as it's not like Ooh, ooh, I've got something to say. Okay, keep going, keep going, keep going. I've got okay, really so, good point. Do you want to go first? Whoa! Okay, I feel like I'm going to forget. Okay, so challenged versus like disabled. Yes. Challenge implies <laughs> that you can do it. Disabled implies that you can't do it. So like, Exactly. And you know, I don't know, but yeah. 
I, I look at people's people like from the generation before me and they still use the word handicapped and I'm really not a fan of that word either. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know where that, that came from. Handicapped. Um, handicapped. It sounds like somebody was like, like, good. the cab. Yeah. And rather handy. Yeah, it's it's just and a weird word. Handy around the so, house. I don't want to offend anybody listening, but you know, it's just really not a not a good word. I don't like it, it very much. It's um um yeah, that's that's one word that that we don't. But I I typically don't, don't like to use. Yeah. Um, but neurodiversity and challenges are fine. Yeah, because um, everybody has yeah. everybody has, has them, and um, since we've joined you, it's really been really cool to hear you speaking, like as a as a young person, just talking about how do we want to change the language in our in our world it's like you've taken on the whole world and said hey this is how it's gonna be <laughs> no bros we're doing it together yes. i know no but i'm talking like you you're the like the ringleader it's really fun yeah. Yeah. i kind of wish that people like people i knew you like 20 years ago <laughs> ah. like even 10 years ago i kind of wish i knew you 10 years ago well, we know each other now, Meredith. Yeah, we yes. do. <laughs> yes. We've got the rest of our lives ahead of us. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Aww. Okay. So back to our uh, topic. Diverse abilities is replacing disabilities. And yeah. I think that's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Um, but I'm just going to straight up say I don't think it's good enough because um, – it's better than disabilities. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's why do we need to mention the person's general abilities at all when we're talking about them? So technically, all of us are people with diverse abilities because mm -hmm. of different challenges that we face. But yeah. Again, that's going to become something that clumps people with challenges all together. Yeah. Yeah. We're all di diversely abled as human beings. Like, like my brother cannot eat with chopsticks whatsoever oh. neither uh, can i but hey so, uh, he's unable to eat with chopsticks and i can so therefore we are diversely abled from each other it it's just such a like a general thing why do we need to mention their general abilities at all yeah right. Think You're right a better way to do it like i say i use that word because like right now it's respectful and there's nothing really better to replace it i can't think of a word I don't know if there will ever be a one word that can sum up a whole entire. Well, by making by having a word exist, we're creating a category to put people in. Yeah. But like, yeah. So if we don't have a word, then there'll be no category. So we'll yeah. just be all people who are differently presenting in life. Like, not everybody just because you're born differently than somebody else doesn't mean that you're differently doesn't mean that you're different right we've yeah. all got different hair colors and different eye colors and so yeah. the fact that we're all born with different um differently functioning parts of ourselves um that's should be normal as well yeah yeah it should be should be but it the world still has a long way to go yeah yeah but it's we're starting it's, it but yes. it's it's all I loved how you said last time. I'm not sure if it was the show that we were on or if it was another episode of this show where you said like the generation before us started the conversation. That was yeah! us. Yeah. That was us. Okay. The generation before us didn't really know what neurodiversity was. And then our generation is starting to talk about it, and the generation to come is gonna have a totally different Limit. perspective. Yeah. 
Yeah, bro. The, ge- the, the generation before us started the conversation, fought yeah. for these people's basic rights. Yeah. Now we're fighting for true inclusion, and then hopefully mm-hmm. it's going to be our descendants and the upcoming generation that's going to be able to like truly live in the world that I love that. We yeah. Are going to be part yeah. of making. Yeah. 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 Um, Aww, group hug. We, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh wait. Virtual Co- style. Virus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Because uh, you know before uh, you know even before we were around um, people who were neurodiverse either were um, shut in at home Mm -hmm. or uh, put in in group homes. Yeah. Yeah. So before that there were sadly, obviously like asylums and stuff. Yeah. Which is quite sad to think about. And like, I kind of try not to because other than think about how far we've come. Right. But, you know so uh you know those so um after our after we um came on the scene uh, things really started to to go up yeah like um i'll bet in the 50s and 60s nobody would have thought that somebody like rick hansen would have wheeled the would have been in a wheelchair wheeling around the world right yeah, exactly. Or um, people like uh, Terry Fox running across Canada, running across with, Canada with one leg. With one- I am so glad that you mentioned Terry Fox because when you think of a person with special needs, you don't think about Terry Fox. You think about no. Terry Fox as a Canadian icon yeah. who changed the world. Yeah. yeah. Technically, he would fit under that category of special needs, and that's the perfect example. Instead of thinking about a person full of potential – who has a specific challenge, you think of a person who's kind of written off in a way. Whereas that is not the case at all. So thank you for uh, bringing that up. Okay, we're running out of time for Bummer. this show. This I show. know, right? It's always like this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're having such a good conversation. Did we cover what you wanted to cover? That's what I want to know. You did and more. Awesome. Oh, okay. Thanks. Brilliant. <laughs> So thank you so much for being on the show. You're no welcome. Problem, anytime. Well, everybody, that's our show for today. I really hope that you guys found today's conversation enlightening, interesting, and educational. This episode will be available for download on iTunes, Google Play, and all of your favorite podcast streaming sites. To learn more or to get involved, please visit us online at www.mayday.club.ca. Vancouver Co-op Radio is a community-based radio station. It's a place where we all come together to have our voices heard. So if you want to get involved in the discussion that we had today, please email me and I would love to talk with you on air about your opinions on the issues that our community is facing today. For exclusive content and to be the first to hear new episodes, like us on Facebook and subscribe to our feed on Anchor. And remember to treat everybody with respect, dare to be yourself, and always assume competence in everyone you meet. Thank you.
Hi, everyone. I'm Derek White Sky Cloud from AT Matters Radio. I'm on Wednesday nights at 5 o'clock. Vancouver Cooperative Radio is an innovative nonprofit radio station and recording studio with a mission to produce creative and engaging programming for communities whose voices are unrepresented in the mainstream media. We need your financial support to help us achieve this mission. By donating today, you'll help us to continue providing access to training and equipment for over 300 volunteers who produce over 140 hours of original programming in over 10 languages. We strive to provide programming that does not discriminate against people on the grounds of sex, race, age, class, ability, orientation, or anything else. Since 1975, we have celebrated the rich cultural diversity of the greater Vancouver area through our arts, our music, and spoken word programming. Donate today by visiting coopradio.org or calling 604-684-8494.